Late night bites, 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 late night bites. Welcome to Late Night Bites, season two, the first episode. This is Ross speaking, in case you forgot. This is Dan speaking. I am thrilled to get the season kicked off with you. Well, to get it kicked off, Dan, uh, let's start with a classic brand or not a brand. Are you ready for this? I have missed this all summer long. All right. Well, it is uh, October, and I want to be uh, on brand, if you will, and it, within the season. So uh, we're going to do a brand or not a brand of Apple or not an Apple. <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Um, so uh, let's get started. Dan, Pink Pearl. I know Pink Lady is an apple. I'm going to say Pink Pearl is not an apple. Pink Pearl is an apple. It's pink on the inside, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Okay. Rusty. I'm already rusty. <laughs> Lady Alice. Beautiful name. I think that could be a nice soft baking apple. That is an apple. Baking, uh, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to talk with the experts, but that is an <laughs> apple. I can't confirm that much. All right. Honey crisp. That's a layup. I mean, <laughs> I wish you had started with that one. I would have felt, felt good about myself. Of course, it's an apple. All right, that is an apple. Barnum's ball. What? Um, real question is, were you creative enough to come up with that if it's not an apple? And I think you were. I'm going to say not an apple. It is not an apple. Nicely done. <laughs> And for the final one, St. Edmund's Pippin. <laughs> it sounds like a Canadian fairy tale. Um, I'm going to say not an apple. I've never heard of anything like that. It is an apple. Oh, my God. Somewhere in the UK, that apple exists. That, that makes sense. It's, yeah. Okay. Well, Great well game of brand or not a brand. That was rousing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd love to try the pink pearl. It sounds delicious. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It would yeah. probably be good to bake with. You know, you got a nice like color in there too. We'll, we'll check with the experts. We'll do a pink pearl uh, bonus episode one of these years. Listeners, I don't know if you realize, but um, our, our good our good friend Ross here moved to Minnesota, and one of the one of the best things to do in Minnesota is is hit up the local farmers market. So, Ross, what's going on at the farmers market this week? The farmer's market. So, um, you know, something I found interesting um, at the at my local farmer's market, I have yet to try it. So maybe I'll try it and we can I can try it maybe while we're recording one of these days. There is a brunch pizza or a breakfast pizza. Huh. Interesting. Tell me more about it. Is it, does it have eggs on it? Yeah, it's like it has like eggs, potatoes. Um, like it's like literally like uh, what you would put on a plate when you go to order breakfast and you just put it on a cheesy pizza. Yeah. And apparently it seems to be a trend here because I've been seeing I saw another place that did like biscuits and gravy pizza. Yeah, so it's basically meal X on a pizza. Right. <laughs> is is this something you would try? Dan? I'm I'm definitely in. But like, is this does this sound good to you or does it sound too much? This sounds for me, I'm not interested in, in breakfast pizza <laughs> because to me, this is just me, this is me getting full on bread and not getting to enjoy the actual things I like about brunch. 
So if I could trade the crust of a brunch pizza for an extra two or three eggs, I, I would do that. So I'm, I'm a hard pass on brunch pizza. You like pizza, you like breakfast, but together it's a hard pass. Together, no. I, I, that's basically telling me like, you know, here we, here's a new version of ice cream in a cone, but the cone is like really thick and full of like, a, like so the ice cream has been reduced by 50% and you get a lot more cone. Like nobody uh -huh. wants that. I get that. That's actually an interesting way of putting it. That's uh, that's some serious philosophy right there. Dan, uh, what about you? What what's uh, what's new in your farmers market life? Well, it's not necessarily new, but it's something that's changed and something that I miss about the farmers market days of old. And those are the those are the jam stands that were they used to be just much more interactive, right? Like it was all about going up and sampling, like the the spread of jams. Uh huh. We did talk about. I remember talking about your jam stand. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I look at the jam stand, and it's sad. It's lonely. And I, I feel for that jam stand. It used to get all the traffic. It was such a, it was a buzzy stand. And now there's like nothing to do at the jam stand because you, you're not able to, you know, get a toothpick, grab a little piece of bread and dip it in all the salsas and jams. The good I mean, old days. The good old days. So my heart goes out for the jam stand and I have a good relationship with one of the, with the jam provider. Um, so I think I was just feeling particularly guilty last weekend and, and i bought 30 dollars worth of jam 30 dollars worth of jam <laughs> <laughs> one is it did you buy like one flavor is it what's like one flavor that you bought that like is particularly interesting to you even if it's super simple i'm glad you asked um i'm curious to get your thoughts on this flavor of jam i'd never seen it before it was a pineapple coconut jam a pineapple coconut jam yes with actual like shavings of coconut in the jam no really so yes. is it is pineapple based then is it like a yellowy jam with like, coconut shavings in it correct yeah it kind of tastes like a mild less sweet pina colada they recommend it on like you know buffalo wings and like um pop shrimp but i've been just putting it in cottage cheese and it's delicious <laughs> Is that an unpopular opinion within itself? <laughs> well, maybe, but the more unpopular opinion for you is that it's 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 it is actually enjoyable to eat jam out of the jar with a spoon. Just shovel it in your mouth. Just with the spoon? That's a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> Have and you ever done this? Go on bread or something. I mean, even cottage cheese is a stretch because that's just a lot of like same texture. But just to spoon feed yourself, I can spoon feed <laughs> peanut butter. But not jam. Okay, well, if you spoon yourself peanut butter, which I I agree is acceptable, um, on a, on a wider level, you know, why not indulge in a spoonful of jam every now and then? It's just it's just jam, you know. It's jam. You just open it. You, you have jam to put on something. Like that's what jam does, you know. Like I I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I'm. Maybe it's just the way I've like grown up with it. Or, but you put you take jam and you put it on bread, and it always goes with something, you know. Like jam. Jam is never a standalone thing. You put it with cheese, you put it with bread, you put it with peanut butter. It doesn't just go with jam. Okay, well, you know what you don't put it on bread? Brunch. <laughs> Leave the brunch Full off the circle. bread. <laughs> what, what if there were a jam pizza? <laughs> I, think, I think we're running in circles now. Like, basically, the question is, does it or does it not go on bread? And... <laughs> And should we put melted cheese on it too? And should we put <laughs> melted cheese on it? So speaking of things that should go on bread, I 
I actually, um, I, I ran into an article from my hometown newspaper that was talking about the enduring popularity of a certain um, a certain dish in the in the home state of Texas, in which I grew up in. And I, in all honesty, Ross, I had never even heard of this dish, so I immediately questioned the writer's tagline of enduring popularity. And the item in question was the so-called brisket donut sandwich. Let me say that again: brisket on a donut, and you eat it like a sandwich. First but enduring of, popularity? Yeah, have you ever heard of that before? Enduring popularity is like this is as famous as I don't know, name some name some food that's been around for 50 years. But like it's like me saying like it's like me saying um well it would be like the it would be like the breakfast pizza or the brunch pizza, right? <laughs> like yeah, we all like we all like biscuits and gravy and we all like pizza, but does it have but by putting it together, of course it's enduring popularity because everyone loves those things, you know what I mean? But you got a donut and you have brisket, so it's going to be popular, but to say that the donut brisket sandwich is has enduring popularity? I don't know. And you know what really grinds my gears about this whole thing? What are your what are your feelings on slicing the donut horizontally and making it into a sandwich? That's sinful, no. right? I for me I donut you get it as is and you break it apart with your hands and if you have coffee depending on the donut you dip it into your coffee. Okay, I I agree with that. But like no way are you like cutting a donut like you're cutting a bagel. No. What about you? I need to know this. <laughs> I mean, I like savory donuts, but I don't like putting savory sandwich toppings in between my two halves of a donut. Unacceptable. <laughs> this is dan's pitch for the savory donut the savory donut renaissance <laughs> yeah so i uh want to talk about a seasonal uh uh seasonal item um and this is kind of just like a confession of mine it's pumpkin season and uh publicly i hate pumpkin season uh but in reality i am all about pumpkin season are you I, I love pumpkin season. I don't drink pumpkin beer, uh, but I will sometimes have a pumpkin spice latte. And uh, what I actually really love are pumpkin O's from Trader Joe's. That might have what, what did it for me to start my pumpkin season love. Just straight up the pumpkin O's at Trader Joe's. That's, is that the pumpkin cereal? That's the pumpkin cereal. Does it turn the milk orange? Wow, it doesn't. What a oversight of whoever created these pumpkin O's. Oh my god, that is an oversight. That would be so good. <laughs> Are you a pumpkin person, Dan? Um, I enjoy a few things pumpkin. To be honest, my favorite pumpkin tradition is is simple. It's it's an annual thing that I do with my now fiance and that's doing the um, doing carving them and doing jack-o'-lanterns every year. Are you good at it? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to show you some of my last designs. They are <laughs> intricate. We'll post some on our Instagram. If you follow us on that, at Late Night Bites, you'll see some uh, uh, pumpkin carvings by Dan. Yeah. So. yeah, these aren't just like triangles for eyes and a couple of jagged cuts for teeth. Like I'm talking, I'm talking real sketches here. Wow. Well, we'll, uh, we'll have uh, some savory donuts uh, virtually and talk about the uh, artistic endeavor of your pumpkin carving. Yeah, so probably not the answer you expected because I'm not, at the end of the day, eating my jack-o'-lanterns. Um, but, you, but you still love the pumpkin vibes. 
I like the pumpkin vibes. Yeah, I like the art vibes that that the pumpkins emit. Uh, you know, the, the food, the food that goes with the pumpkin. I guess I could care less about. Partly because pumpkin bread is like a really probably my favorite pumpkin item, and that's kind of like served me around at coffee shops. Um, right, that's true. Which is an yeah. unpopular opinion. It should be seasonal. That's just what also what I think too. Oh come on! Why do you, why why delegate it to a seasonal role? It's so good. <laughs> it's so special. <laughs> Fine. Then lattes should be seasonal. Make all lattes only for the fall. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to late night bites season two episode one you can find us on social media at the lnb show until then stay tuned for episode two take it easy